Welcome to First Formation, spiritual exercise for Christian soldiers looking to get the fuck up and pray. Join Pew Pew HQ every weekday morning to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 146 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. I'll praise the Lord as long as I live. I'll sing praises to my God all my life long. Do not put your trust in princes and mortals, in whom there is no help. When their breath departs, they return to the earth. On that very day their plans perish. Happy are those whose help is the God of Jacob, whose hope is in the Lord their God, who made heaven and earth the sea and all that is in them, who keeps faith forever, who executes justice for the oppressed, who gives food to the hungry. The Lord set the prisoners free. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the strangers. He upholds the orphan and the widow, but the way of the wicked he brings to ruin. The Lord will reign forever. Your God, O Zion, for all generations. Praise the Lord. Isaiah chapter 30, verses 27 through 33. See, the name of the Lord comes from far away, burning with his anger, and in thick rising smoke his lips are full of indignation. And his tongue is like a devouring fire. His breath is like an overflowing stream that reaches up to the neck to sift the nations with the sieve of destruction, and to place on the jaws of the peoples a bridle that leads them astray. You shall have a song as in the night when a holy festival is kept, in gladness of heart, as when one sets out to the sound of the flute to go to the mountain of the Lord, to the rock of Israel. And the Lord will cause his majestic voice to be heard, and the descending blow of his arm to be seen. In furious anger and a flame of devouring fire, with a cloudburst and tempest and hailstones. The Assyrian will be terror-stricken at the voice of the Lord when he strikes with his rod, and every stroke of the staff of punishment that the Lord lays upon him will be to the sound of timbrels and lyres. Battling with brandished arm, he will fight with them, for his burning place has long been prepared. Truly it is made ready for the king, its pyre made deep and wide, with fire and wood in abundance, The breath of the Lord, like a stream of sulfur, kindles it. Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. Therefore you have no excuse, whoever you are, when you judge others. For in passing judgment on another you condemn yourself, because you, the judge, are doing the very same things. You say, we know that God's judgment on those who do such things is in accordance with truth. Do you imagine, whoever you are, that when you judge those who do such things, and yet do them yourself, you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you despise the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? Do you not realize that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? But by your hard and impenitent heart you are storing up wrath for yourself, on the day of wrath, when God's judgment when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. For he will repay according to each one's deeds. To those who by patiently doing good seek glory and honor and immortality, he'll give eternal life. 
while for those who are self-seeking and who obey not the truth but wickedness, there will be wrath and fury. There will be anguish and distress for everyone who does evil, the Jew first and also the Greek, but glory and honor and peace for everyone who does good, the Jew first and also the Greek, for God shows no impartiality. Good morning and welcome to the 13th Thursday after Pentecost. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. This morning's readings come to us from Psalm 146, Isaiah 30, and Romans 2. And in the the Romans reading is um, good, but I suppose frustrating. Um, the, the, the This line about um, those who patiently do good uh, seek for glory and honor and immortality. I have this very clear idea in my head of what I think that means. I have like two or three people uh, in my head that pop in there when I hear this line. And I'm actually quite envious of them. Um, they don't They don't seem to be as affected by certain things. Um, no, that, that's not what I mean. Um, they are humble and meek and patient, um, soft-spoken, um, and I don't think they're. And I don't think that meekness. Um, you know, uh, I'm I'm pretty hot-blooded. Um, besides GI justice stuff, like I think you know the military just awoken. Uh, awakened, awakened, awakened something in me, and there's I just give too many shits about too much stuff. Um, I'm I'm stubborn and I'm kind of a fighter. I don't necessarily want to be that way. Um, I think the kind of person uh, that I admire most are those meek, humble, like Mother Teresa. You wouldn't think much of, you know. She's, you know, Mother Teresa's small, and actually, the people in my mind are, are actually kind of short, too. Um, there's a certain patient perseverance. Um, grunts, some grunts are that way, and I, I can probably think of several in my military experience that were like that. Um, but grunts are also kind of swashbuckling, dirty, dark sense of humor kind of people as well. Um, but I think the, the, the people I really admire are those soft-spoken, like, they're just good people. They patiently do good. Um, <clears throat> the, the passage this morning from Romans opens with reminding uh, the Christians in Rome not to judge one another. And this is kind of where my admiration comes from, uh, those folks who, you know, it, it's not that they aren't affected by stuff, but that they don't judge. Um, the original sin, I think, was not, um, you know, Cain killing Abel. Um, the original sin was eating something, was disobeying God, but its effect was it made us believe that we had the ability to judge good from evil. 
let's pretend that the tree of knowledge of good and evil was literally just a tree. There's no magic properties to it. There's no like anything, right? Let's just pretend. But when they ate it, these brand new humans, they ate this thing that God had told them would give them knowledge of good and evil. And so they, from that moment on, they believed that they could judge between good and evil. The very first sin was rooted in disobedience, but it it set us up for believing, believing that we could judge one another, that we could tell the difference between good and evil. And we still think we can. And frankly, I'm not convinced that we actually are able to do that. Um, I, you know, my journey or whatever from like conscientious objector to like defender of soldiers and veterans, even those that I disagree with. I mean, there was a disproportionate number of veterans in the January 6th insurrection. Um, but I'm committed to having compassion for them, even when they do stupid shit. Um, and I'd like to come down much more, you know, swiftly and harshly on those people that I think have done stupid shit, but I'm not sure that that, I'm a pragmatist. I don't know what that accomplishes. And so I admire those people who, um, who are able to patiently do good and, and not judge and just kind of appreciate those things that are uh, worthy of appreciation. And, um, you know, the, a couple of people I, I'm thinking of, like they were, they're ready to stand up and, and, you know, fight injustice, but it wasn't, they weren't looking for a fight, I suppose. Um, and one guy actually, I use as an example in my head, um, he never cussed in the military. And so that, that created a certain like, well, no, he's also married, but he never cussed and he was a really nice guy. Everybody loved him, but also, but people also kind of saw him, I think as kind of a goody two shoes which isn't fair. That's us trying to judge between what's good and what's not so good. And so in this one passage, Paul connects this, hey, don't judge, the very root of what it means to be corrupt, um, to to believe that we can be gods, um, with this mild meekness by patiently doing good. um, uh, The... And the, the, the line that kind of s- stands out as well is, do you despise the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience? Um, and that might be confusing, but it's like, do you not like it when other people get um, God's kindness and forbearance and patience and you think they don't deserve it? Um, that is us wanting to reserve goodness for ourselves. That is us... Um, not recognizing when we've got, we have gotten God's goodness and kindness and uh, forbearance and patience. Um, so it's this. I, it feels to me to be this bridge between don't judge and uh, patiently do good. Um, because when we despise God's gifts, it's not because they've been given to us. We forget they've been given to us, and we think that only we deserve something like that, or only the right people deserve something like that. Instead, we've, you know, to patiently do good means to focus on yourself. Uh, recently, um, when I think I, earlier this 
week I talked about Biden's speech about Isaiah 6. And one Christian celebrity um, said, oh, you know, um, I don't think that, I don't think you can be a Christian and also be in charge of the biggest military in the world or something. And I, I, res- I quoted the tweet and I said, actually, yeah, you can. I mean, clearly, because Biden is a, a confessing Christian and he's the president. So like, yeah, he kind of answers the question. But more importantly, instead of trying to condemn someone who resides in a different socio-moral situation than you, why don't you focus on your own faith? You know, deepening your own faith and um, enriching your own connection with God instead of trying to cast stones and judge what's good and what's evil. Um, and it's not that we shouldn't, it's not that we shouldn't assess, it's that we shouldn't condemn. Um, you know, we should be wise as serpents and innocent, innocent as doves. So that means knowing the Hitlers in the world, um, being able to identify them, but not necessarily buying into the idea that the only way to defeat them is through, you know, my way or, you know. One one nation's way or something, um, and so I, I, I don't think I'd want to be anybody else, but I do admire those people um, who just have the sunny disposition, and who, um, who just patiently do good, and that's their that's their main prerogative. That's the direction they're they're facing, um, and I say that because like I didn't particularly want to be any kind of advocate. I can't really stand the title activist, and I'm sure people would tell you I don't make a very good activist. Um, you know, there's a certain part of me that just wanted to kind of, you know, enjoy the gifts of God's kindness and forbearance and patience um, and patiently do good and maybe teach and that be the way that I, you know, um, cultivate God's goodness in the world. Um, but, uh, when I, you know, when I was mistreated, and I learned that um, others were being mistreated who were like me, and the solution that most people are proposing kind of continues to put the onus on my community via pharmacology or therapy. Um, I I, f- I have felt um, duty bound to speak up, and so I think that's part of where my admiration comes is is a little bit of envy, which is when I started this reflection saying. Um, but more importantly, it's just simple admiration. I think those are the kinds of people that God truly works through um, in in like the, the marathon kind of way. Like this is, this is the way that I think we were made to be. Um, Mother Teresa spent decades just helping the poor in Calcutta. Um, I don't know what some of the other people in my mind, what they'll do, um, but they understand that it's a long haul. Um, that our lives may be short, but we have a lot of time to to do good um, and to not, you know, kind of fuss over some of these things, but to um, treat your life as a marathon rather than a sprint. A prayer for joy in God's creation from the Book of Common Prayer. O Heavenly Father, who has filled the world with beauty, Open our eyes to behold your gracious hand in all your works, that, rejoicing in your whole creation, 
we may learn to serve you with gladness for the sake of him through whom all things were made, your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you for falling into First Formation, where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, you can participate in one of the three following ways. First, you can support the podcast at patreon.com slash pewpewhq. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host by recording a lectionary reading for a future episode. Instructions will be provided, and you don't have to be a grunt to collaborate with Pew Pew HQ in this or any way. Finally, you can also record and send prayer requests of a minute or less. Prayers can be included in the episode, read anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in First Formation. I hope you'll continue to listen, even if I can't convince you to jump in. This has been Brother Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.